the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Common Good. My name is Aubrey Sampson alongside my co-host, Brian Fromm. We are thrilled once again to be joined by someone we like to call a friend of the show officially. Mm-hmm. Although, Dr. Ford, I don't know if you know that yet. You're officially a friend of the show. We are joined by Dr. Sharon Ford. She's the director for foster care and adoption at Focus on the Family. We wanted to bring her on to find out what is going on with children and youth across the nation. Dr. Ford, thanks so much for being here with us today. Oh, thank you, um, Aubrey and Brian, for having me on your program Mm -hmm. today. Yeah, we love having you with us. Okay, so we know a little bit of background that... There are like almost 320,000 children in the U.S. foster care system can't stay with their temporary families. That's the piece that's so shocking. Can you give us a picture of what is going on right now? (laughs) Well, um, can I tell you that people are um, closing down their certified foster homes? And unfortunately, Ken um, are also saying, you know what, I can't um, I can't do this work. Um, I can't continue to care for my relative um, because I don't have the supports and the resources that I need to care for this child well. Mm. And that's not just happening with kinship providers. That's also happening with regular licensed foster homes they're, because they're, they're saying, well, take, can you take one more? Can you, can you take one more? And it's like, well, wait a minute. We are bulging at the seams. My license says this. Um, my license says four kids, and you've now asked me to take six. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. I understand that there are siblings, but I need a break. Yeah. I need, yeah. I need help. I need support. Mm. And, and, and where is that help going to come from? Because government wasn't structured for the help piece Um like the churches. Yeah. Can, can I just be honest with you? Please. Like the church, the church is structured to help. This church knows how to love on families who are struggling, um, not because they've abused or neglected their children, but because they're caring for somebody else's children yeah, who wow. abused and neglected. And so, boy, if the church would come alongside these foster families, these kinship families, mm. and say, you know what? We can step in. We know it's a little messy. It's a little funky. But tell us how we can support you. Tell us how we can help you. Oh, you, you need an extra bed? Um that's going to make a difference. You need to set a bunk bed so that the kids can have, you know, a better spacing. Mm-hmm. Let's see how we can make that happen for you. You need um, an extra meal during the week on Thursdays because that's the day that you, your kids have counseling and you get home late from work. And 
you're, you're just worn out. You, you need some extra hands to help you on the weekend to do laundry, to get caught up on things, to, to just watch the kids while you exhale. Yeah. Who better to do that than the church? Wow. Because I was taught as a child that the church is the first aid station. That's where you go when you need someone to talk to. That's where you go when you're hurting. That's where you go when you just need to hear from God. You can sit in the silence of the sanctuary and 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 just tell God all about your cares, all mm. about your woes, and that he will meet you at your point of need. Mm, that's so good. Well, uh, how would you suggest the church begin that conversation? What, maybe pastors are out there listening. What would you encourage two churches to even to start this conversation? I think that the church is a great collaborator. Um, they collaborate um, in their own church and maybe with other pastors. How about if a, several pastors, different denominations, same denomination, asked for a meeting with the licensing um, worker at um, the local child welfare office and, and just said, hey, we're here. We need to know more about what it is you do. We want to be able to help the foster families, the kinship families. Can you tell us what that might look like? Mm. And so whatever, um, once once they have that information, they can go back and make some decisions and then ask for another meeting and say, this is how we can show up. And this is a commitment. We don't see you as a project. Serve the children and serve the families, mm. all for the glory of God. Mm. Dr. Sharon Ford is the director for foster care and adoption for Focus on the Family. We're talking about the state of foster kids and what the church can do in our country. Um, Dr. Ford, let me ask you what's going to seem like maybe an obvious question to you, but I think it's worth reminding all of us what happens to a foster care child? who doesn't have a safe home. And I, I guess I mean actual practically, like not where their life might go, although that could be part of it, but like where are they then housed if there's not an appropriate living situation for them? When a child is, first of all, that's a very good question. Uh, when a child needs to be removed from where they are living because of safety issues, that's a government's job to to, to move you know, ask the court, work with law enforcement to make that happen. So then the child is is, is taken back to the uh, child welfare office, and that worker is working with the licensing part of their division to say, where are the empty beds mm. for a child with this, you know, with this background, yeah. who's this age, these kinds of needs. And when they don't find that home, um, some states are cause, are having conference rooms turned into sleeping rooms, mm. and that child sleeps in the um, conference room mm. at that office. Some states have rented hotel space and will assign a caseworker to go and be with that young person at the hotel um, and staff switch off and on um, until they can find a place for that child to be. And in some of the unfortunate um, situations that are going on in our nation, um, there's empty jail space at mm. like juvenile detention. Oh, wow. Mm. And so um, older children are taken there. Now, now, usually we think about when you go to juvenile detention, you've, you've stolen, you've rocked somebody's car, you broke, you, you're, you're a bad actor. Yeah. Um, yeah. But these kids are need protection need and they need supervision they need to be cared for and 
and the detention center has space. And so that's where the kids are taken. Mm. And, and, you know, they're frightened. I mean, first of all, they're frightened because this is happening in their life. Yeah. And then they're, they're, they're not taking to somewhere in their community that they know mm. they're taken to the juvenile. It's like, I haven't done anything. Why am I here? You know, why am I sleeping in, on a floor yeah. in an office on a sleeping bag? Yeah. What, you know, I, I had a bed at my home mm. I, or had the couch at my home and now I'm on the floor. What's going on? Mm. That's tragic. And unfortunately, yeah. um, there's not a lot of answers. There's lots and lots of questions. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So if people want to, they've never really thought about this, but now they do. Um, where do they start? Where would you encourage people to start to even learn what it would look like to be a foster parent? I first ask people to pray Mm -hmm. because if God has not called you to be a foster parent, he's called you to do something else. Find out what that something else is. And I'd like people to go to our website, waitnomore.org, waitnomore.org. And it shares an abundance of information about different ways that you can get involved in the life of a child who's involved in the child welfare system. But there's also a getting started tab. Um, if I want to get started as a foster parent and it gives, it just runs down everything for them. That's and awesome. It provides them with information to take to their conversation with the local child welfare agency who, um, who has to um, run trainings, run, um, information meetings to welcome new prospective foster parents into um, into service, into caring for children. Um, I always want people to be fully informed. They need to go in eyes wide open. Mm -hmm. But it always starts with prayer. Yeah, that's good. Then secondly, information so that you can ask questions. It's hard when you're in a training to be, you know, it's like, oh, I should have asked this. I should, no. yeah. Nobody's raising their hand. But if you go in with your questions already outlined because you went to our website, waitnomore.org, and identified some of the things that you think, you know, you want to know, that when you get into that meeting, you can make sure that you get your questions asked yeah. and hopefully answered. Oh, it's so good. Again, that website is waitnomore.org. Dr. Sharon Ford is the Director for Foster Care and Adoption at Focus on the Family. Thanks so much for being here with us today, Dr. Ford. We always love hearing from you and learning from you. Aubrey, you're so kind. Thank you for having me, Brian. Thank you so much for what you guys do and sharing quality information to your audience. Oh, thank you. Thanks, Sharon. You're listening to The Common Good on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.